Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hi, I'm going to whisper some things to you now about Crunch Chocolate Bars. Because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Mm. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy, munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with Crunch. Hello and welcome to Oh My Dog with me, Jack D. And me, Sean Walsh. This is our weekly podcast where we reveal the most intimate, ridiculous details of our relationship with our beloved dogs. I have the delightful, spirited Mildred Barrett, who is a cockapoo. My streetwise best friend is Dolly, the long-haired chihuahua whom we rescued. Uh, this podcast sets out to answer the all-important questions like how do you greet your dog? Uh, do you kiss your dog on the mouth? Does your dog sleep in your bed? And so on. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our chats with our equally dog-obsessed guests who roll over and tell all. You are very much part of this podcast too, and we want to hear from you. You can get in touch by emailing us at hello at omdpod.com. And find us on Instagram at omdpod. So give us a shout and follow us on social media too. <laughs> not started yet Jack you've got to wait all right until the countdown finishes I wasn't looking at that I I didn't realize (laughs) we start as we mean to go on I think we only missed out me saying Sean hello I think was probably recorded but the egotist that I'm now speaking to is upset that his name wasn't mentioned so Sean well Sean Walsh and then I got your name wrong <laughs> Sean Welsh. Sorry, okay. All right. Can we have some professionalism, yeah, please, yeah, Jack? Yeah, okay. Well, just don't. You're you know. really dragging this podcast down. <laughs> That's an achievement. <laughs> Sean, hello. Okay. Hi, Jack. Uh, how are you? All right. I'm good, thank you. Good. I did uh, Sunday brunch on a Sunday. Yes, I know you did. Yes, yeah. And there was lots of talk about you being on it in our little WhatsApp group. And yeah, yeah, and I, I got sent a clip of it. It was good. Oh, good. Well, it's the it's the first bit of kind of should we say mainstream promotion mm. that uh, that it's gone. I seem to be doing all the heavy lifting here. Uh, yeah, it sort of in a way makes up for the Guatemala debacle <laughs> when I was meant to go on a road trip with you, and because you couldn't make it at the time, I said, "Well, let's wait until Sean can do it. We'll do it together, and that'll be and that'll be great publicity for the podcast." But you decided to go on your own anyway. You went with some other idiot and never even mentioned the podcast. So that, don't talk to me about you did some some brunch show. What is brunch anyway? <laughs> I'm sorry about Guatemala. Yeah. Well, okay. Okay. All right. It's it's over. It's not like I'm you know resentful. <laughs> okay. It's a good comeback. Yeah. I've got egg on my face now. I really thought I I had the upper hand there. Yeah. I feel like I've slapped you, and then in return, you've knocked my head off. (laughs) 
I'm just pointing out some home truths here, you know. <laughs> I've explained this what happened there. Yeah. Now, m- moving on, yeah. I think we need to move swiftly on. Let's do that. Uh, the skills of a politician. Mm. One thing I've noticed that I want to address is, and this happened on Sunday brunch as well with Simon and Tim Lovejoy, that big, big up for yourself, you know, and... You know, it's fantastic. You did a podcast with Jack D, and you know, you've got a comedy legend, and so, and then they go, dogs. Everyone is really surprised and shocked, and often think I'm joking when I say that I do a podcast about dogs. No one thinks it's real. There's no logic to that, is there? Have you had this? No, not, no, because I, I don't think I've really talked to a lot of people about the podcast. <laughs> You kept it a secret. Oh, Are you ashamed? I don't know. I go around telling people, oh, by the way, I've got a podcast. You can listen to it. But, you know, a couple of times people have said I'm listening to it, and that's nice, but I don't go around saying, no. Why wouldn't you make a podcast about dogs? You know, that's. Um... I don't know. With all of the podcasts out there, yeah. there's no limit to the subjects that you can. That, that, that podcasts are about. And I thought, you know, loads of people have dogs. You know, when you meet people in the park yeah. who have a dog, you talk to them about their dogs, you don't find out about them. And it's it's a very nice, mm. convivial atmosphere when you meet people at the park. Yeah. And I thought, well, why, why don't we do this as a podcast? And it seems to people that don't Completely know what this obvious. podcast is, and then you tell them. I think anyone who's got a dog would understand why you'd have a podcast about dogs. That's what it is, isn't it? I think a cat podcast would be more surprising because cat owners are all so lonely. <laughs> Aren't they? There's not much yes. to talk about when you get together with a cat owner. No. You say, what have you been up to? Oh, no. I've, I've been up to Asda and come back and that's it. <laughs> and how's the cat? Don't know. I haven't seen it in four days. Yeah. It's eating up at number 12 today, you know, so I don't know. Yeah. You can't do podcasts, yeah. although you get a lot of advertising revenue from makings of leggings and window boxes and stuff, wouldn't you? If you did a cat podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we should do a cat podcast then. <laughs> yeah, get some of it in, yeah. So, sorry, Zara, our producer, is distracting me. What What's sorry. happening there? Oh, no. Um, There's someone in the background. Have you got an Amazon package? No. My husband is having a studio built and somebody just came in who's helping him. Ah, so. oh, okay, right. Yeah. That's okay. So, um, well, that probably requires a little bit more explanation, doesn't it? That your husband's a musician, isn't he? He is a musician, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and the studio's being built. So he um, is a drummer, so he needs a soundproof room to practice in. Yeah, I bet he does. Well, this yeah. is a good time to catch up with Juniper and ask, how, how is your husband finding having a dog? Oh, do you know, it's so funny because the voice has started. The descent into oh. madness is pretty rapid, isn't it, when yeah. you get a dog? Yeah, yes, 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 yes. You know, I've turned into sort of deranged Snow White. I'm literally <laughs> singing everything. <laughs> Wonderful. Even Hello. Oh. There's a song of Hello, which is just Hello about 3,000 times. That you that you sing? Or... Yeah, I just sing everything to her. Oh. And then I hear Darren's voice, and he's talking to her like, come here, Judy, 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 like this. Yes. So it's, yeah, it's happened very, rapidly. Very, very. It's only been a couple of weeks. Okay. And what's the singing voice? Can we hear the singing voice? Hello. Give us a little... Oh, I knew you were going to do this to me. And yeah. I was thinking about this and I thought, oh my gosh, we really do put people on the spot with this mm. because actually doing it on That's the podcast true. is a different thing from doing it in the comfort and you know contentment of your own home with your dog who mm. can't really look at you other than with loving eyes. <laughs> you feel really <laughs> silly doing it. I mean, it's literally just hello, 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 like that. <laughs> Great. But, yeah. I mean, it is sleep deprivation as well. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. there's, there's another one called Cheeky Cheek. 
Yes. Because I'm finding her quite cheeky with her chewing and yes. she's going a bit mad attacking stuff she's not supposed to. <laughs> so then she gets called Cheeky Cheek and there's a song about that. And that's pretty much the same. What's she gone for? I told you that Mildred went for my glasses, my Moscot glasses. I was furious. <gasps> What's she gone for? She's actually had a nibble. I had some new reading glasses and she's had a nibble on those. So that they wasn't very the good. Mm. They do. Um, also, the skirting board's gone pretty much. Yeah. The sofa's on its way out. I'm just, I'm trying to distract her with things. Like, have you heard of the yak chew? Uh, yes, I have. No. Yes, I think I have heard of that, yeah. And is it a Go success? On, what's the yak? It was at first. She was really into it. And I thought, oh, brilliant. This is it. She'll just chew that. Mm. But then she went straight back to the sofa. It looks like the rind of Parmesan. It's kind of like, that's the kind of look of it. Right. And it's really hard. Mm. I suppose it's yak cheese. Ish. I see. Yeah. Um, and also, I got her some olive wood, which is supposed to be really good. Um, she's not into it. She's not into it. No, she just wants to chew your stuff. That's a yes. Thing. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah, if it's hers, it's a gift to her. She thinks, well, I'll look after this. That was nice. Uh, they gave that to me, so I won't ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> that's but that's the psychology behind it. Yeah. So is she, you're taking her out for walks now, are you? So this is really exciting. Uh, of course. Mm. Me and my son took her out on a Sunday for her first walk in the park. Oh, and so. I mean, we call it a walk. It's more of a sniff, really. Because yeah. <laughs> she's so low to the ground as well. Yeah. She's tiny. Daxon, yeah. And she's sniffing absolutely every step of the way. Sausage dog. <laughs> Carry on. Carry on. Sausage dog. Carry on. Oh, gosh. I'm, I'm stuck in the middle here. I'm yeah. going to have to say Daxon. Yeah. Um, Carry on. Sausage. Yeah. And so that was a really successful. And it was really nice because she was garnering all these lovely looks from people and nice comments. They just yeah. walked past though, these people, they didn't stop. But yesterday I took her to the park and she met other dogs for the first time. Right. And that was so oh, lovely. Wow. Brilliant. Yeah, it was yes. really cool. Oh. I was worried because I thought she's so small, she's going to be really nervous and shaking and stuff. And she wasn't at all. She was very playful to the point of potentially annoying the other dogs. But as soon as she thought she had annoyed them, she'd roll over and you know show her tummy. Oh, and yeah. it just amazes me, the psychology of dogs, that she knows that instinct to show, oh, look, I'm no threat. Here's no. my soft belly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was doing that from the first time of meeting these other dogs. And the dog she met was, a um, Jack Russell Daxon cross. Yeah, he was quite nice to her, but he was a little bit. She was very playful, yeah. and he he's a bit older, so yeah. he wasn't so into that. But you do, you just it's like you've been given this key to another world where you start talking to people yeah. you would never speak to. Yes, mm -hmm. this is it. That's how I got Jack to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so to buy a dog for it to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what's funny at this time of year, with all the leaves on the ground it being the autumn, when I take Dolly out, she'll be walking along, and then there'll be a gust of wind or take a few leaves, and if she sees these leaves coming towards her, she gets absolutely spooked by that, and she's like, "Get off, Aww. get off!" So she, <laughs> she's like, kind of feels threatened by these leaves blowing around. It's a very endearing thing. But yeah, I'm glad yeah. that she's obviously socialising really, really well, Juniper. Yeah, my, my only concern is because she's so playful mm. that if she comes across the wrong dog, they're not going to like that. But yeah. she met two and one just sort of sat back and the other one was more interacting with her. And she loved it. Yeah. She had the best time. Oh. And the owners were so lovely as well. Again, I know the dog's names, but not theirs. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, this is how it starts, isn't it? This yeah. is what happens. Yeah. But people are so friendly. Yeah. It's kind of disarming when you're not used to it. When you're used to just going from A to B and not talking to anybody. Yeah. And suddenly people are really warm, really engaging. It's a big <laughs> leveler, isn't it? You know, because if you, yeah. if, once you're talking to someone about their dog, they're in there. But if you said, 
oh, where'd you get your hat? Or, you know, then it's a, then it's a weird thing. You know, it's, yes. you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. but, but with a, with a dog, it's a lovely thing. And uh, she sounds like she's having a great time out on her walks. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I found out from uh, these other dog walkers that there's a whole group of Dachshund owners in this area and they go for big walks. So potentially she could meet, I mean, that is, that's the next step, I suppose. Um, yeah. It's another step up to go and meet a whole group of people but that would be nice for her she'd get to meet her own kind and uh you know hang out and make some friends (laughs) hang out a little dachshund ghetto you know (laughs) she'd probably just go off for a while and you know not want anything to do with me like my own children (laughs) (laughs) I, i do remember when we had dachshunds uh we got invited to a dachshund party with all other people who've got dachshunds and I said to Jane, I said to Jane, no, that's too far. That's one step too far. <laughs> that's too far. We, the rule that's is way too far. Yeah, the rule is we meet by happenstance in the park, and that's a good thing. Yes, all the dogs like it. We like it. I don't want to get into going to people's houses just because they've got a, a dog that's like our dog. I don't yeah. want that. I don't know how other people feel. No, no way. I don't mind the, you know, just occasionally seeing people in the park, but not like let's make an arrangement and I be know. no. That's just a little bit too much. I don't even like that with my own kids. So, yeah. you know, I don't like other parents. <laughs> yes. What is everyone doing about mud? We're in mud time now. Mm. Do you have to wipe Dolly's feet, Jack, before she's she's in? If she's gone for a walk, yeah, we'll, we're, she's very easy to make. You know, you literally lift her up and wipe her feet with a flannel. It's, that's how easy she is. It's flannel. Yeah. And it's flannel, just this is the kind of thing I'm into. I like to know where is this flannel kept? Yeah. I like preserving energy. I like things being, believe it or not, yeah. I know I don't give this impression. I like to know, I don't want to have to go in, then find a flannel. Uh, of course not. The flannel should be by the door. By which time Mildred's just gone all over the place <laughs> and you've got mud, mud prints everywhere. No, you're right. It's, uh, Precisely. If you're organised and think about it, you'll leave it by the front door, won't you? A little... I mean, I know people who, in the country, they just hose their dog down outside before, and then it's... Uh, wow, that's another level. Yeah, it is. That's, that's a bit harsh, I think. Where's your dog lead kept? By the front door, hung up by the front door. Is it the same hook every time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way I like it. Yeah. That's the way I like it. <laughs> yeah. Zara, where's Juniper's... I'm going to assume harness and not collar. No, that's interesting because I thought harness and then I spoke to Simon, our dog expert, and he said, don't get her a harness because of her frame. Ah. It can rub on their joints. So I've gone for the collar. There you go. But I might end up getting her, because this is how it starts as well, isn't it? Because you start thinking, oh, I want to buy all these little things. I might get her a coat because that's another recommendation from Mabel and Millie is an Instagram account. They follow us. I know the owner. And she was telling me you can get coats that are soft so that doesn't press on their joints. So I may end up getting her that. But I actually, I do want to get her a bag. I need to put her in something because when I'm taking the kids to school, there's no way I could go on her pace. We wouldn't no, get there. It no. would take us like three days. Yeah. So I, I need to put her in something. Yeah. And there's some amazing bags that have a little opening for her head to pop out. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, this needs to go like on the that. Instagram page. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm definitely Brilliant. going to look into that. We've got one of those for Dolly. Dolly's got a bag, yeah. hasn't she? Oh, she has, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she'll go in that. And actually... Quite often, Jane is very, she's very naughty about it. Jane will take her into Marks and Spencers and all these places where they're not meant to go just to do her shopping. And, yeah, and she's I just would. like a handbag yeah, under absolutely. her arm. It's like a handbag with a head on it. That's all it is. <laughs> Occasionally, the staff will say, you know, you can't have that in here. And she'll say, have what in here? That little, that dog. And she says, not a dog, it's my handbag. And there's... <laughs> 
<laughs> and one, one person in the shop said, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realise. Because, you know, completely blindsided them. That's genius. Yeah. It's not, it's not a dog, it's a handbag. <laughs> I was going to say, could we redo the Oh My Dog poster you know the thumbnail yeah 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 yeah. that we have and it just jack with one of those dogs with my head popping out (laughs) 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 we're doing it thank you that would be a good idea good yeah 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 life is a highway and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches but there's only one mccrispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, well, it's great to hear that uh, Juniper is doing doing well. Of it course, is. yeah, in a, yeah. a wonderful, Thank wonderful you. home. Yeah. We've got a wonderful guest today in Josh Pugh. Yes, I'm looking forward to talking to. Before we speak to Josh, well, we've got some amazing feedback from our guestless episode. Yes, we did. Yes, that was very nice, wasn't it, to hear that? That was great. And uh, we've had emails, and we've had another voice note actually that came. It's always nice to get voice notes. This is from Vicky Dover. Let's see what Vicky has to say. Hi Dolly, hi Mildred, hi Jack, hi producer Sarah, and hi Shawnee. Oh Shawnee, you're such a good boy, you've got such fluffy hair. Oh yes. Was that me? Hi, my name is Victoria, I live in Hertfordshire and I have a five-year-old Westie called Archie. And after listening to your podcast, I felt a little bit better about the fact that my dog only eats Marks and Spencer's chicken, just like Amanda Abington's. I actually had a question for you guys because I do feel a bit like other dog owners don't do this, but I have certain words I say to my dog, such as, moat, moat, Archie, moat, moat. And that means go to the car. His ears will perk up and he'll immediately jump up. We also say number four, which means go on the stairs to get your harness on to go for a walk. So I was wondering if any of your other listeners or you guys have anything like that. Keep up the good work. Take care. Bye. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Vicky. Well, that was lovely thank to hear. Thank you, Vicky. Yeah. How do you feel about being called Shawnee? Is that... <laughs> I have to say, I did not see that coming. And, no. and can we put an end to that now? Is it? Yeah. With his nice fluffy hair. That I don't want that ever repeated. Can this bit be cut out, please? I don't want to be walking down the street 
and I have people say, look, Shawnee with your fluffy hair. That... Yeah. Has anyone ever called you that before? Please. Shawnee? Shawnee? Yeah. No. That's, yeah. No. Yeah. Have you got a nickname? I mean, you know, <laughs> did you have a nickname when you were a kid? Were your parents? Haven't we? Did we not? I was, oh, God. Did we? Did, did we... Oh, I don't remember. God. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, when I was... I, I don't remember if we've spoken about this. I, when I was at college the first time round, I, I might have been in a wrestling organisation. Oh, really? Called Brighton Championship Wrestling. <laughs> um, and, uh, I, yeah, okay, all right. I, yeah, all right. I wasn't actually a wrestler. I was the manager of Evil Dave. Um, oh, God. And, yeah. My name was Sean Fashion. <laughs> we've never gone there because where we've been before is your original stage name. Uh, Ian Loft, that was it. Ian Loft. Just... <laughs> you know, Ian Loft. Please welcome Ian Loft. <laughs> He's not a comedian. He's come to fix the boiler. Unappealing. Yeah, but it's the least showbiz name you could ever get. Terrible. Ian Loft. It's terrible. How oh did you come up with that? But, uh, we know how you came up with it. But anyway, going back to but Sean, Sean Fashion, Fashion, it was quite a good name, actually, to be honest. Well, Sean Fashion was a, an American manager. Right. And it was what you call in wrestling, they're called gimmicks, which is your character. Yeah, yeah. And, and Sean Fashion was, of course, from the world of fashion. Right. Evil Dave wouldn't talk. He was a mysterious gothic wrestler. <laughs> And and he wouldn't do the talking, so I would I would manage, and I would do what you call the promos to camera. Yeah. And I would say things like, um, uh, "Oh God, I can't believe I'm doing this for." for oh, Go on. Down a microphone. Don't be shy. Sorry, I'm a bit rusty. It's been over twenty years. Yeah. Um, so come, so come December, you watch out because Evil Dave is going to be bringing the tombstone, and you will be in for a free count one, two, three. I'm Sean Fashion, and I'm going to take you down the catwalk. I could not have ever. Did you enjoy that? It, it's extraordinary, <laughs> absolutely extraordinary. Did, did you pretend to be American and everything? Was that the idea? That was my persona. That was my gimmick. Sean Fashion. I particularly like that you you needed a name as a manager, so you found a, one in America and just took that name. You didn't even change it. it you know, Sean Fashion. But I don't want to disclose any more of this because mm. this is going out into the public domain. But I. He also had a gesture, signature gesture, yeah. okay. which the listener won't be able to hear, but maybe we could describe it. I'll do it. Mm. Is I, I would say, so my final line, my catchphrase was, and I will take you down the catwalk. <laughs> That's an F. So, uh, an F for Sean Fashion, you see. Oh, I see. Yeah, Sean is now holding his hand up against his face in a vaguely... I wouldn't have got that. It's got, he's got like a, he's holding his fingers in a V shape against his eyes, a bit like the uh, the dance in that Tarantino film. That yes, they do, isn't it? but with the thumb down the to thumb try and create an F. To try and create... <laughs> it, 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 honestly, it looks like it looks like you're uh, uh, one of these um, just stop oil people who've had an accident with uh, with their super glue, you know. By mistake, instead of sticking my hand to the road, I just I, I scratched my eye, and now I'm now I'm like this and that. So it's not worked out. 
Just stop oil. I've got my hands stuck to my face. Please, order me a taxi. You sure you don't want to get a tube, sir? No, yeah. please, it's stuck yeah. to my face. Yeah. Give me a taxi. I can't use my phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's enough of that. Just very, very quickly, how is Evil Dave doing now? Is he okay? Is... I... <laughs> I'm, I'm sure everyone wants to know. They're worried about Evil Dave. Evil Dave, if you're listening, it would be lovely to hear from you again. It's been a while <laughs> since we lost the, the BCW Championship. Um, I hope you're okay. Um, so, look, I just want to say to Vicky, I think that's our first voice note mm. that we've had that isn't someone singing their theme tune yeah, or we... just exclusively doing their dog yeah. voice. So to actually have a question... In the voice note is lovely. Yes. Very refreshing. Yeah, very, very nice. Yeah, what was the question? Remind us what the question was. Absolutely no idea. <laughs> now, moving on. No. Um, no. No, it was, do you have any phrases or terms, words that you use to communicate with your dog, but basically instructions? Oh, Number yeah. four, I think it was, meant go to the stairs, we're going to get your, your lead on. Yes, yes. I don't know how that would have come about because usually I think a dog would understand go to the stairs. So what do you say? Walkies, you know, let's go for a walk. Yes, walkies. That's yeah. my. That's mine is walkies and wee yeah. wee. So Mildred understands wee wee mm. is for the back door. Back door. And yeah. walkies is for the front door. And uh-huh. um, yeah. and sometimes I tell Mildred, I, I made the mistake of telling Mildred I'm going for a wee wee. Yeah. And then she gets excited and thinks that she's going out, <laughs> which is not... <laughs> Look, we are, we've, yeah. we've, we've got we've a motor on. on. We've got a brilliant guest. Yeah. Josh Pugh is a writer, comedian and recipient of multiple Best Newcomer Awards. He's appeared on Mock the Week and Live at the Apollo. His writing credits include Never Mind the Buzzcocks and 8 Out of 10 Cats Does Countdown. And his skits have made him a viral sensation. But we don't want to hear about all of Josh's amazing achievements. We want to get to know him through his dog. I know you've done a lot of podcasts. You have one yourself. You didn't think that maybe bringing a microphone and some earphones would be a suitable thing for a mainstream podcast? No? Not, not... AirPods, is that, is that not good enough, Sarah? They're not ideal. AirPods that famously have a delay between the earphones and the thing that they're being recorded yeah. into. Not my core values, mate. <laughs> not my core values. Can, can, I, can I hear you speak, Sean? Oh, not Sean, sorry. You have been speaking. Josh... Could you give us a little bit more chat because it's coming yeah. in and out a bit. Sean's certainly been speaking. Um, yeah. In so fairness, just... Josh is on the International Space Station. We should have explained it's um, <laughs> the connection won't be as good as we would like, but we're very honoured to have him. It is a bit like that. No. I'm just wondering if the earpods are going to interfere a little bit. Obviously, you don't have any other headphones. Yeah, no, this is all I've got, man. This is all I'm working with. Okay. Josh, is this how you record your podcast, is it? I do it in person, really. I think it just makes it for a better listen for the, the audience. So, <laughs> so what's happening is, I, I, first I, of all, you're quite muffled, and, then, and then we can hear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and also your... Your sound is like coming in later, so we can hear you clearly at the end of what you're saying. Josh, two weeks ago, uh, Kevin Bishop, uh, the comedian, the comic actor, uh, was meant to be on, and he didn't turn up, and that was a clearer interview than we're having now. (laughs) (laughs) What will have to happen is you'll have to leave, and then when it says to you, are you using headphones, just say no, and then come back in. Can we try that, Josh? Yeah, Thank you. thanks, Josh.
What a loser. <laughs> okay, here's Josh. Here we go. Yeah, that was that. Oh, that's better for Sam. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, amazing. Great. Brilliant. Yes. All right, guys, I'm going to disappear, and you can carry on. So that wasn't so very hard being cooperative, was it? <laughs> <laughs> See, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, it's really great to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, I believe you've got a staffy called Hank. Yeah, he's um well, I don't know if he's a rescue or if he's just second hand. I don't know if he classes as a rescue. The family right. sold him to us. Oh, okay. We've had him nearly a year now. We got him a year ago. Mm. We'd lost a dog maybe six months previously, and my wife was kind of yeah. I wasn't looking, but my wife was looking secretly on Facebook Marketplace, which is obviously the best place to, to look for a dog. <laughs> she came across Hank and we went to see him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's great, man. He's, through nothing we've done, he's a really well-trained, good dog. Oh, that's really nice. And you say the family sold him to you. That sounds a little bit mercenary. Were they, with, Or was it just that they wanted to make sure that you were serious about looking after him? Or I think it was a bit of that. I think, well, originally it was on for 800. And my wife sent him as a screenshot to me. I'm like, nah, I'm not ready for a dog. And they're like, oh, they've, they've dropped it to 500. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we went around there and the, the house, they were a lovely family, but it was chaos. It wasn't the right place for a dog. And I don't think they'd really anticipated no. how much work a puppy right. staff would be. Josh, you, you said that uh, you lost a dog six months prior. Did getting this, this new dog, your staffy, Hank, was there a void that you felt needed filling? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we'd never really been without a dog. We actually would still get up and do the walks we used to do, but just with no dog. Mm. We're still in a routine of getting up and getting out walking, and we just kind of felt that we yeah. just carry on doing that. And then when we got the new dog, yeah. okay. it wasn't instant for me. My wife was into him straight away, but I was like, I mean, he's a lovely dog, but I wasn't, I wasn't feeling him for a bit, which I feel bad to say now because I, I, I love him to bits. But it took me a while, you know, like I'm married at first sight when they're like, yeah. we, we know he's a good person, but I'm not, I've not got a connection. There's no sexual chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> But eventually that, that urge came over yes. you, I imagine. And you yeah, and yeah, in, in a big way. <laughs> <laughs> so was it the fact that, was it a different personality that you kind of didn't recognise from your previous dog and maybe that made it slightly more uh, difficult? Yeah, to in, in some ways he's such an easier dog than, than my previous dog. But I think what, what I love in a dog, and I don't know about you two, it's, I just love him on me. I just love him to be all over me all the time. Mm-hmm. And he was a bit too independent for me going sit in a different room uh-huh. I want a bit of love here I want a bit of attention and eventually when he got more comfortable he, he loves it now but where it came from it was a bit of a funny environment we kind of went around to pick him up and it was the house was was chaos I think they were really busy the family they had like four kids yeah. it was Christmas as well so there was loads of like inflatable Santas which kind of <laughs> that maybe added to chaos which isn't usually there the rest of the year he was quite stressed as a dog. And yeah, then when yeah. we got him, he kind of, um, he just took a while to, to warm to us and, and us to him a bit. But now he's like, I don't know if he can even remember being there. I don't know if he can remember them Santas now, if you met one of them. If you went and bought yourself an inflatable Santa and brought it in to the house, do you think he would be uh, upset by seeing that? Traumatised. Yeah, I'm not sure if he'd be like um, Colin Firth in The Railway Man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's something you can never get over, really, once it, once it's happened to you. And something we'll never understand because we weren't there. No, of course. Yes. But poor old Hank is going on in his head. This is madness, this world. You know, there's kids everywhere. Now they've got inflatable people as well. And I don't even relate to them. <laughs> I've no idea what's going on. 
And then you turn up. So Hank's thinking, well, I've come from this world of madness to this quite needy comedian who... Yeah. I just don't want to get too familiar with him just yet. That's what he was thinking, I think, maybe. I wonder if he misses the chaos a bit. You know, yeah, I wonder maybe. if he misses it a bit. I wonder if he's getting bored. He'd love one more crack at a, an inflatable. You know, like, um, he's so settled now. He's, he's really, yeah. really settled. But then, then we moved house, and he was a yeah. bit different when we moved house. That's interesting. I don't think we've spoken about that on here. That's really interesting to me, because... We're looking at perhaps moving, and I've wondered about that, how Mildred will take to, to a new environment. So just before we talk about the moving, Josh, how long do you think it took Hank to acclimatise to this new environment, this new inflatable Santa Luce house? <laughs> how, or how long do you think it took him to realise that actually this was his new home? That's a very strange thing. Because we had him from the family, we also bought his bed off of them. Oh, that's we had nice. A couple of his own things. Maybe he was probably quicker than us, really. He learns where his garden is. Obviously, his neighbours. There's a dog one side of us, there's a cat the other side of us. So he's, he's got to tune into that a bit as well. That's a bit weird for him. And then we're on a street yep. where there's quite a lot of footfall, which was before he probably didn't have that. So he was a bit more on red alert a little bit, looking at what's going on. Are these people coming in? They're actually not actually coming into my house. It's okay. They're just passing. So it took him... You know, that's all new stuff for dogs. A lot of stimuluses. Yeah. Yes. Was there... Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. If you're looking for plump lips at last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions or if you are allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all gel fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit www.juvederm.com. Breakthrough moment, though, when you realise, oh, you know, I really love this dog, because you're saying you're indifferent. And it's quite important, that, because I don't think it's uh, an uncommon experience for dog owners to think, oh, have I made a mistake? I'm not sure I love this dog. But there's a breakthrough moment. I remember with Jane, my wife, and we had these two dachshunds and... Sausage dogs, yeah. Ah, oh, here we go. But but they were <laughs> very, very sweet. But Jane just said, I, I just, you know, there's so much work. And we had four small kids as well at the time. 
But then I came home one day and she'd just fallen in love with these two dogs. And and what it was, I said, what happened? And she said, honestly, I put their food down. I was looking at them eating and I, I was looking at their little shoulders. And I just thought they're so vulnerable and they need you so much. Oh. And she's absolutely devoted to them forevermore after that. Oh, nice. But I wondered if you had a breakthrough moment. Was there a particular thing that happened? Or I think it was actually being away and wanting to get back to yeah. him. Yeah. Yes. Miss this guy actually interesting yeah you know when i get in late at night from a gig he's the only thing that's awake in the house yes. and he, he yes, comes, right, yeah he's the person i see and that's our, that's our time a little bit and i mean, i was being out I was like oh, i'm looking forward to get back to the dog having a bit of a stroke with him yeah is there a ritual i've spoken to jack a few times about it but is there a ritual that you have when you get back obviously i assume you have to keep it down hank comes to the door so Mildred will come to the door. I always have to put all my stuff away. It's coat on the hook and then wallet, keys, phone. And then I'm now walking to the living room. Mildred is ahead of me. She knows. She's like, right, he's going to walk into the middle room for the actual greeting. <laughs> Do you have something like that? So he's usually waking up in that moment. So he's kind of, and people think of staffs as, as big, hard, scary guard dogs, but he kind no. of like, so he's dragging himself out of bed, yawning as I'm coming through the front door. I'm like, well, it's a good oh. job it is, isn't it, really? <laughs> yes. That's really adorable. So we go in the garden. It's my kind of job to let him out there. And yeah. he does his a bit of business and whatever. He has a bit of a sniff and then come in. Just kind of lies back and just stroke his chest for a bit. And then I put him in his bed. He's, he's got a bed in the downstairs toilet, which is, oh, is nicer he? than it sounds. Yeah, and I hope so. Say a few words to him before I go to bed. Do you know what I mean? So I can see in the morning. Tell him he's yeah. a good dog, good boy. Josh, is that, is that the voice you use when you're talking to Hank? Is that what you say? Just just flat, you know, see in the morning. It's, it's a bit more enthusiastic. Oh, he's a good, you're a good boy. Yeah, good boy. Look at him. Yeah. <laughs> I have a bit of a thing I whisper to him because when we first had him he wouldn't settle at the night time he'd be a bit scratching on the door my wife would be like yeah. I'll go and tell him oh. so I'd go and say Hank pack it in but then I'd whisper in his ear you bark daddy come and get you but so she couldn't hear that oh. oh so he knew that's lovely I love that doing it for the house you know you you got to stay in here then whisper to him you know any problems bark I'll come and get you <laughs> that's so sweet and Hank would have thought, yeah, thanks, Hank. Do you think Hank thinks you're dad? Is that is that what it is? Do you, are you dad to Hank? I think I'm certainly the first consistent male figure in his life. I yeah. stepped up, Jack, let's just say that. Yeah. <laughs> well done. We're, we're proud of you, Josh. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> Jack alluded to Hank having a voice. Jack did a voice for Hank. But actually, that what you might not know, Josh, is that, that he used the same voice that he uses for Dolly, his long-haired chihuahua, where he, he sometimes channels Dolly. Do you have a voice that you use to channel Hank? Hank, I don't know why, but I see him as an American. Ah, of his name. Well, Hank, yeah. I see that, yeah. I kind of just assume he's, he's American, so he's, he's, a, he's got a bit of an American. Hi, I'm Hank. You know, a bit of that. <laughs> was that you? That was, that was Hank. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast, Hank. Yeah. Nice to... <laughs> Nice to hear you. How is Josh as an owner, Hank? You know, you were in the inflatable Santas and now you're, you're with Josh Pugh. What's that like? So Hank, Hank's actually left the room now, but... <laughs> I'll catch you later. Catch you later, Josh. <laughs> kind of like, you know, you press a button. Like you would on a, a Christmas decoration. It'd be like, ho, ho, ho. No, yeah. just program with one phrase. That's all he does, really. And what is it? What's the phrase? Hi, I'm Hank. Oh, just it. that? That's okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's the way you sound. It sounds like one of those old action men. You know, you could pull the cord at the back and it would say something. You know. Yeah, he's kind of expressionless when he's doing that. His, his his lips are not moving, Paw Patrol style. It's kind of an ethereal yeah. voice, really. Yeah. And have you got children in the house? Have you got kids? Yeah, I've got a two-year-old. He's just noticing him, really. He's, he's yeah. big onto dogs when he's out yeah. and about. He's like, doggy, doggy, doggy. Can I just yeah. quickly... Uh, oh, sorry, this is slightly off-topic, what we like to talk mm. about here. But with, with the you have a two-year-old, and of course, you know, Jack wouldn't say congratulations to a two-year-old. I wouldn't say congratulations to a two-year-old. When, when does the congratulations stop? Because, stop? because Wilder is nine mm. months, and I still get a congratulations. Ah. So I'm thinking, when is this going to end? Because I don't know what to say to but Maybe yes. it's more of an achievement that you... Maybe it's more kind of... <laughs> I see where this is going. Maybe it's, it's more of an achievement for you to yeah. settle down and have a child. It's it's a bigger... It's more congratulations worthy. Congratulations yeah. is more specific to, to me, to Sean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, they've stopped saying no effing way. Yeah. Are you joking? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so back to Hank, having to live with a two-year-old child. Go. So my little boy, he's like, he loves dogs when he's out and about. And it's like he's just noticed yeah. in the last two weeks that like he's got one living in his house with him. Ah, okay. He's it, like, oh, I've got a dog. So he started stroking him. and Join the dots. Yeah, totally. You've yeah. got to be careful what you say. You know, if you, if you tell him off, it will just repeat. You know, he, he just learns to tell the dog off. And so he's just going around telling the dog. The dog's not doing anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> They get on the mates. They're good mates. And they're kind of, um, weirdly, Hank is the youngest of the two. Yeah, I guess he is. Yeah, yeah. So have you, I know I've seen your stand-up and you do stuff about your son. Has Hank appeared in your stand-up? Have you got stories about him in the in the act? Not specifically. I think it's quite hard to do. I think people can dismiss yeah. it as, oh, this is going to be boring. I think it's quite hard to do dog stand-up. Uh-huh. <laughs> could I just say my bit seems to work? But, you know, keep working. <laughs> keep at it, mate. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I would if he did something. If he did something mental, or you know, if he if he if something occurred to me, I'd, I'd try. But no, I don't really. So, have you ever taken Hank on the road? You're on. Obviously, you're on tour a lot, and it's a brilliant show. I've seen it. It's absolutely fantastic. But you, do you ever take Hank side of stage? You know, the kind of dog he is. It, it kind of it'd be weird for me to take him into a green room. I just really coming into a, a green room with a a big Staffordshire bull terrier. Like, okay, what's this guy? What's this guy? Of? <laughs> yeah. And because the kind of dog he is, the breed he is. He, he attracts all kinds of attention from, from all sorts of people. You know, this kind of, they're very popular dog staffs. So they're kind of mm. one of the most bred dogs in, in the UK, but you, you get real staffy experts. Do you? They yeah. might look how you'd stereotypically imagine a staffy owner to look. Almost inspecting yeah. the dog, they look at his teeth, they're looking up his backside. Really? You know, they're kind of really interested in, in the dog. That would annoy me. I've got, I'll put it out there now. They're quite, they're quite hands on. You know, Paul yes. Hollywood would just pull like a bit of bread apart and he's lifting it. That's what they're like with Hank, really. Yeah, no, I wouldn't have that. I'd just say, I'll come off it, you know, leave it alone. <laughs> Absolutely. Have we had a staff owner, Jack? I'm useless uh, at this. We... This happened on Sunday brunch. I mentioned that we had uh, Gary yeah. Newman on and Tim Lovejoy said, oh, what dogs did he have? And I said, you might not believe this, but I'm actually the wrong guy <laughs> to ask, even though it's my podcast. I've yeah, no I don't, uh, off the top of my head, I'm trying, because Will Young has got, has American pit bulls, didn't he? Yeah, Gary Newman's got Mastiffs and a St. Bernard. But no, yeah. I think, I think it might be a first. Well, my family dogs, we had Gertrude and then my mum has Hugo yeah. now. And there's such a misconception with staffs. They look as if they might be a dangerous dog. But in my own personal experience... Of of dogs, of course, Sue Cleaver, Sue Cleaver from uh, from Corrie. I uh, had mm. gorgeous George. Oh, that's it. Yeah, I think she yeah, talked yeah. about this. It's such a misconception 
They are, in my experience, the absolute friendliest dogs you can get. And they're so yeah. loving and they're so gentle and caring. I, I really love delightful yeah, dogs. Yeah, they're, they're so soft and loving and they love kids. But they are they yes. are hard, they're big, strong jaws and shoulders. Yeah. It's called locked jaw or something. Once their mouths grab something, that's it. It's locked in. You can't get it off. Yeah, I, I heard that. I, I'm not even sure if that's true. It probably is. It probably is. But all, all dogs are bred for different things, like a, yeah. a whippet's bred for... From running fast. The terriers have that thing of, of hanging on to something and they won't let go. Uh, I know that from Nelly, the French bulldog that we have in our family. She's an absolutely gorgeous dog, but you can't get anything out of her teeth. You know, that's her game is to have a, a wrestle. She loves that. She's something on a rope and she'll just hang on to it. You cannot get her to let go. Go up and swing them around and they'd still yeah. be holding on. They would be, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, that's the one. Now, Josh, we will let you go, but before we do, we like to ask all of our guests if they let their dogs kiss them on the mouths. In the mouth area, would you let Hank give you a little lick around around the chin? Around the yeah, mouth? 100%. And if anything, I'll go a bit further than that. I, I kind of, <laughs> I'm eating his tongue with lips, if that makes sense. He, oh, he's licking wow. I'm, I'm a, <laughs> Yeah. At the same oh. time as his tongue's going. Wow. That is commitment because uh, I'm surprised by how many people won't do that. But yeah. that's uh, good for you. That's great. It's been uh, lovely to yes. hear about Hank and uh, lovely to have a staffy owner on again. Yes. Thank you, Josh. Thank you for coming on. Lovely getting to know Hank and uh, and sounds like he's in a in a great home. Thanks a lot. No problem, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wonderful Josh Pugh there with Hank yeah. on as well. Yeah, it was uh, a nice story about Hank being uh, rescued stroke bought from a yes. slightly chaotic situation. I like that Josh seems to think that his household is, is not chaotic. It sounds to me as though it probably is. <laughs> I mean, yes. just looking at him, it's hard to believe it's not. But yeah. <laughs> yes. I know. I think that might be. I keep saying I think that might be a first, and that's that's just because I I don't have a memory, so I think everything mm -hmm. is a first. Yeah, we've not had someone search for dogs on Facebook Marketplace, and that is a thing, isn't it? I think yeah. you can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Jane found Dolly on a Chihuahuas desperately needing homes type website, and yeah. she showed me the picture, and I was dead against having Chihuahuas, and she literally just showed me the picture, oh, yeah. and I said, <laughs> we're, "We're having her. We've got to have her." So honestly, it was love at first sight, and that was it. So it can work out really well. There you go. There's another place to find a dog if you are looking, because this podcast, of course, not only is it for dog listeners, people are listening that don't even have dogs, Jack. Yeah, well, they're more than welcome. It's lovely to have the more the better. Spread the word. So thank you for listening again uh, to Own My Dog. Every week we get all these insights from our guests. We hope you're enjoying getting to know a different side of them through their relationship with their dogs. Yeah, and please don't forget to get in touch by emailing us at hello at omdpod.com and find us on Instagram at omdpod. Loads of extra content and videos you can find there. And you can send us your voice notes. And of course, don't forget, as always, to give us a five-star review. It'll only take a second. Uh, you can do it wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, a dog is for life, not just for podcasts.